Listener-supported Catholic 540 Divine Mercy Radio presents Divine Mercy Kids. Introducing you to the best of Catholic children's literature, stories of the saints, and steps to bring you closer to Jesus and your community. On Catholic 540 AM Divine Mercy Radio, welcome your host of Divine Mercy Kids, Nicole Swanick. Hello and welcome to Divine Mercy Kids, a weekly program where we grow in faith and love through the inspirational stories of our Catholic Church and its saints. I'm your host, Nicole Swanick, and I'm so happy to be here to read and to learn with you today. We've been talking about baptism over the past few weeks, and I hope you've learned a lot and have been able to practice living out your baptismal promise as anointed priest, prophet, and king. Well, this week, we're going to talk about a different sacrament. This is the second sacrament that you would receive in the Catholic Church, and some of you may have already received this sacrament. It's the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which is also known as Confession. So we already know that in baptism, the stain of original sin is wiped away. And we also receive gifts and that sanctifying grace in baptism. And this all helps us live a very holy life. But even though we have that grace and we have God's gifts, we can still choose to sin at times. God created us and He loves us, which means that He also gave us free will. And we can use that free will to do great things that are holy and beautiful and good. And we can also use that free will to choose sin. Now, the good news is that there is no sin that is greater than God's love and mercy. God is always ready to welcome us back and open His arms to us with great love. And so God has given us the sacrament of reconciliation for that purpose. When we receive the sacrament of reconciliation, our friendship with the Lord is renewed and we're given grace, God's life in our soul. And that grace that is given to us in reconciliation, it provides us with the ability to begin to turn away from sin, to resist temptation, and to grow in virtue. So today, we're going to read the parable of the prodigal son from the Bible, and this is a story of love and forgiveness. It's a story that shows just how much God loves it when we turn from sin and come back to Him. So let's open up our Bibles to the Gospel of Luke, and we'll read together. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, verse 11. The Parable of the Lost Son Then Jesus said, A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and he set out to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. 
I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, Quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf? And he said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice, because your brother was dead and has come back to life again. He was lost and has been found. The End In this parable, we see the relationship between us and God the Father. The younger son in our story, he thought that he'd be his happiest by taking his inheritance, and that's the money that he would have received at his father's death and just going off on his own and spending it and living a life of pleasure, living a life for himself. He really didn't want to be bothered with responsibility, the responsibilities of helping his father with the daily work and the chores of their estate. And his father, just like our God, respected his son's free will. The father wasn't happy with his son's bad behavior, but he did allow his son to make his own choices, And this is a really important detail. The father loves his son so much that he gives him free will. That's the ability to choose. And his love doesn't lessen when his son chooses to act poorly. The father has perfect love for his son and his love is constant. Now, does this sound familiar to you? I hope it does, because this is what our God does for us. God doesn't want us to sin but he gives us free will to choose for ourselves. And his love for us is constant, even when we sin. Now we heard that eventually the son spent all his money and he was left with nothing. 
So he ended up living in the pig pen, eating the scraps of food left over for the pigs. And this was miserable for him. And in that moment, he had a light bulb moment while he was sitting with those pigs. And he realized that he could be happy again. But he needed to go home and he needed to beg his father for forgiveness and to see if his father would allow him to work for food. But did you notice the father's reaction when he saw his son had returned? We hear that the father is filled with compassion and the father doesn't wait around for the son to come to him. He runs out to greet his son and he has his servants find a robe and he has it placed on his son and he has the family ring put on the son's finger and sandals put on the son's feet. See, the son was willing to be a servant to the father. He knew he messed up, but the father wasn't willing to welcome the son back as a servant. The father wanted to completely reinstate his son as beloved and an important member of the family. And this is the way God is too. No matter how many mistakes we make, no matter how much we sin, God is ready to welcome us back as beloved sons and daughters. So for our Divine Mercy Kids Challenge this week, we're going to spend some time examining our consciences just like that prodigal son did. Remember when the son was sitting in the mud with the pigs? He did a review of all the choices he made, and he reflected on the things that he did well and the things that he did not choose well. And this is what we do when we examine our conscience. So as you go through and examine, you're going to consider the thoughts, the words, and the deeds of your week and of your day. And this is going to help you figure out what you should bring to confession. Now make sure to write down what comes to you so that you're prepared during confession. Write down the sins that you would like to tell the priest in reconciliation. And before you begin your examination of conscience, pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you make a good examination of conscience. And remember, there is no sin that's greater than God's love for you. So complete this examination and go to confession with absolute confidence in the knowledge that God loves you and He is waiting for you with absolution in the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Now, if you'd like to be part of our free Divine Mercy Kids Club, please visit catholic540.org forward slash kids. When you join, you're going to receive a free Catholic calendar, challenge cards, stickers, and prayer cards. We would love to have you as an official Divine Mercy Kid. So let's conclude with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, we love you and we desire to grow closer to you. Be our strength. Help increase our faith, love, and charity so that each day we may grow to become good disciples for your kingdom. Lord Jesus, please bless our Divine Mercy kids. We thank you for the sacrament of reconciliation. Lord, help us to avoid sin and put in us a strong desire to bring any sin that we may have committed to confession, so that we may be washed clean with your love, your mercy, and absolution. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Prayer is so important. So join us tonight and 
every night for bedtime prayers at 6.55 p.m. I'll see you next week. Until then, spend this week doing all things for Jesus through Mary. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.